Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, hello. My name is Jackson. Welcome back to the Equanimity Podcast. I'm here with Monica. Hello, everybody. I just wanted to start off the podcast, introduce us, and you know, talk about the theme is essentially balance. And the goal is to bring some positivity to the daily stuff going on in the world. And I think you have a pretty beautiful quote on that. I'm gonna let you go ahead, Monica. Yeah, so I've might have I've talked about this author previously. His name is Charles Eisenstein and he is an environmentalist, but he also touches upon other aspects of healing and the intersection of all of it, just like what we aim to do over here at LYF. And he recently sent out a little bit of a blurb from an interview he most recently had, and he sent it via email. And I thought it was very applicable to what we're wanting to talk about today pertaining to the holiday season and looking deeper beyond consumerism. So I'm going to go ahead and read the question that was asked to Charles Eisenstein and then his response. So his the question was asked by a man named Tam Hunt. And the question was, why do you focus on beauty as such an important aspect of life and of what's missing in our modern world? with its uglification and industrialization of so much around us. And then Charles replies, beauty is one of those things we cannot quantify and therefore, which fits poorly into conventional economic thinking. Money logic is good at maximizing efficiency, which is actually maximizing something measurable. For example, it produces large buildings cheaply. I focus on beauty a lot because it offers such a clear example of our poverty. The beauty lens makes it obvious that financial thinking and quantitative thinking generally is incapable of producing certain things that the human soul requires. What does the world need most right now? Is it more? And that's that's his response. And I think it's a great little cliffhanger to the rest of the conversation (laughs) we have. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's cool. It it does set up a great conversation i think a rather beautiful one just about the things that are most beautiful and that that do nurture the human soul they might take time and they might not be the most i don't know cost reductive things like therapy yoga things all of these things like they cost 
want so much money in our country because like these people also need to make a living but they take time and effort and it's not just something that you can cheaply plaster over and, yeah. and really nurture the human spirit that way uh-huh yeah it's it's quality right over quantity yeah, which is kind of what life gets to be i feel like or how yeah. we can treat life we never know the quantity or the amount of days that we have so i think the goal is a great one to just focus on the quality of life absolutely so lots there and excited to dive even more with you jackson but for the first time we're gonna talk about some positive news on here as part of our goal as jackson said earlier with this series i'll let you start jackson <laughs> yeah, yeah i feel like a lot of what we do is point out some maybe perceived negatives and just how they can actually be a positive thing or not world-ending circumstances for each individual but the point of this segment is just to just point out some cool things just some positive happy things the news is made to garner negative attention but there's positive news out there too sometimes we just have to look a little harder for it but anyways hey a highlight for me is that ikea the best place in the world to not only get furniture but also a really good lunch they also are now like selling green technology so solar panels and batteries to install in your home for electric vehicles but that was pretty cool and then another one i saw on the same website i think it was happy eco news you have to check that but they also showed a report al gore kind of al gore helped set up this climate fund that monitors pollution help i think it's it ties into some other things but it all just goes to help keep the big polluters more accountable essentially mm-hmm. anyone can use it and track the level of pollution and things like that but it does give us average consumers the ability to hold these giant conglomerates accountable for what they can do with their power to try and help slow the tides of climate change yeah. heck yes let's hold these people that have the money accountable <laughs> yeah yeah and I think you had found some things as well, as far as positive news. I did. And on that same wavelength of holding these corporations and these folks with power accountable, found this article also thanks to that website, Happy Eco News, which took us to this article by Reuters. I never know if I pronounced that, but it is talking about the former Bank of England, Mark Carney that is talking about creating a new data utility that is also going to be helping to make banks and other institutions more accountable for meeting their targets also and relating to reducing carbon emissions. I think that's a really awesome thing because I think that more and more, and I think we talked about it a little bit last time too, of more needs to be done to hold these folks that have caused a lot of the problems accountable so they create some solutions. Yeah, there's like a lot of pledges made or, or far off plans established. It's like these goals that we don't get to really look at or monitor. So with these tools coming out to like, hey, remember that thing that you said you would do? Yes. <laughs> so that's really cool that we have access to those things. Yes, yes. And then this other one kind of related more to recycling is that a new study was found that mushroom skins could be the secret to recyclable electronics. And so this the study was done by Science Advances, and that's and it's showing that just how mushrooms are processed, it could be a biodegradable material and used for computer chips and then also potentially other aspects of our electronics. 
electronics. And it would be in this article talks about maybe also helping eventually to help some of our electronics last longer. And I know that's something that I honestly hate knowing that I have to buy a new phone every now and then or a new computer. So see yeah. what happens. Yeah, that's cool technology too. Using more earth than anything is usually positive. To help with electronics is like one of the least biodegradable things that we have besides all that plastic out there. And to be able to use biodegradable plants and just plant remains to help conduct those things that will go back to the earth. That's a cool great goal yes so we'll see what happens i know mushrooms are a very powerful aspect of our ecosystem and so they might just be the solution to saving the world who knows (laughs) power to the mushrooms yes that's sweet so hope everybody enjoyed that and moving forward jackson and i are gonna continue to find positive things to share and then really it shows such solution thinking because it's taking these problems that we have as a collective and finding a solution that could actually bring a really cool and positive shift to it all. Yeah, I think, I know that accountability thing is one of the biggest, because like all that we can do as individuals is pretty great. The amount of stuff going into the environment from these giant conglomerates, like they dwarf anything that the person or your family could do. So like with that, we just advocate for... I don't know, doing your best when it comes to gift giving or at family meals to use actual plates and not paper plates or just yeah. reusable silverware and things like that. And then gift giving, gift giving, maybe thrifting clothes or creating something of your own. You can make a card, you can make the any little craft really. There's so many things to do as far as gift giving and creating it from your heart is a cool little cool little nod to whoever you're gifting it to as well. Packs more of a punch. Yeah. In my experience, at least. Yeah. Uh, letters are great too. Don't underestimate just a nice <laughs> heartfelt letter. And then when those happy tears start falling on the person's face. and right. That's my goal with every letter. Me too. I see the tear. I'm like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> we love you all. We love you all. Exactly. It's all love. But absolutely. And I think the more that we can have this type of conversation, especially around this time of year, the better, especially with, I mean, by the time this episode will come out, Black Friday will have passed with the pressure Black Friday can give and just the pressure of giving material objects. I know I've felt it a lot growing up and I know that our commercials don't help. (laughs) So yeah, that's just blasting your brains everywhere you buy things. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. It is crazy. There is this term I learned in one of my sociology classes that has definitely stayed with me. And it's this term called consumer activism. So the fact that we can't get away, right, with the fact that we are consumers, but it's knowing that how we consume can make an impact. So whether it's purchasing from small businesses or divesting from companies that aren't very responsible, either environmentally or socially. Yeah, it's a super cool thing that's risen over the last couple of years with all the information that we have available at our fingertips. You can see what these companies are donating to and or their stance on important social matters because they do have gigantic sways of power, essentially. Mm-hmm. I think a term that I got from that along with my consumer activism is voting with your dollar essentially mm-hmm. so yeah it's like money can be an energetic exchange and it's where are you choosing to to give your energy back to, to someone that cares about the same things that you do or maybe you choose to give back locally and to small businesses and people you can develop a connection with exactly and it's interesting i think a lot of it is almost like returning to how things were in some ways because 
before the big supermarkets came and the big centers, it was that intimate experience. And in a lot of places, it still is that way um, throughout the planet. And I think even some places still here in the U.S. And But I think also there's more of that shift happening to return back. And as I'm speaking, I'm thinking of, our, of downtown Las Vegas and all the small businesses there and the connections you can really build with the owners and how special that feels to know that you're really contributing to a local idea that impacts the local community. Yeah, that's an amazing point, especially find it in any community for sure. But downtown Las Vegas, I was thinking, or you hosted the women's empowerment meetup, like that was just filled with local creators and designers and shops and artists, just things where you can directly give back to your community and get the chance to meet these people as well that you're buying products from personal handmade product yeah (laughs) it's special it really is special and so yeah and i know that families everyone there's tradition whether you learned it through your immediate families or your selected families or what have you but there are things that we can do to make more sound decisions this holiday season whether it's reducing our waste, thinking, ah, do I really need to use that bag or that paper to wrap? Or can I do it in a more creative way? Yeah, absolutely. I just went out secret Santa shopping and going to attempt my best to create an outfit for somebody. Nice. I need to learn how to bleach stained clothes this weekend, but that's (laughs) my goal. Nice. Do you, um, have you created clothing before? No, not really. I've created designs and stuff and Uh a family friend has an embroidery machine. So Uh it's cool to present like beautiful pieces of silk that go through that crazy colors and everything. It's like designs on clothing, but yeah, not so much tailored an outfit or cut something up in a specific way or even this bleach dye. My aunt tie dyes a lot. I'm sure she's got some pointers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool though. But hey, maybe it's a time to try new things. Yeah, exactly. Um, Everything's figure outable, right? Yeah. And you just never know what you might find at a thrift store. It's there's so many gems there. Yeah. Clearance section at Goodwill. That's just amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's incredible. And it just there's just so much that is being given away throughout the year. And then you find it at these thrift stores or donation centers. There's just so much excess. So it's really, how can we reuse as much as we can and recycle and reduce? And my one of my mentors in my past, one of her things was to really focus on the two first R's, which is reduce and then reuse and really recycle being the last thing. Like if you absolutely have to, then sure. But really thinking about reduce and reuse and that can be translated in so many ways from reduction in your clothing your wardrobe or reduction in how much you give this holiday season but focusing more on quality than the quantity that you're giving yeah i think that's great i never really heard a phrase like that but yeah we can just focus on because those are forms of recycling but Mm -hmm. reusing there's so many things and i think to go with what you were saying earlier yeah like the human spirit kind of got lost in industrialization so if you can just go back to the reusing or creative gifting or buying things from heartfelt creation, like it, it reduces waste dramatically as opposed mm-hmm. to just cheaply printing and distributing 500,000 versions of the same item every hour and then yeah. packaging and shipping that across the ocean. It's like your neighbor made this thing and <laughs> there's only four things like it. Yeah. Fast fashion. Yeah. Fast fashion is, that's a crazy thing. Yeah. 
I actually stopped purchasing from stores that do that a while ago now. But as someone that also thrifts, Jackson, what is your, I know people sometimes have this idea of, oh, it was already used or is it dirty? All these concepts that can limit someone to try to purchase from like a secondhand store. Did those thoughts ever come to you beforehand before you shifted? Not really. I think I got lucky not to have that thought process imprinted on me growing up or anything because goodwill smells a little funny at times <laughs> but you just anything that you're gonna get you're gonna wash it anyways or at least i would wash a new t-shirt at target too before wearing it for the first time yeah it's the same process and if you find things with stains you can either work to get them out or you just don't buy that article of clothing or maybe you retaper it i thrifted like a really nice oversized button-up and then my friend's dog just bit a hole out of it oh, yeah. it's like now there's a hole but can just retaper that like it the holes in like the middle of the back and i can it was already over large and i can just kind of make it a specific cut that's just like an example of things you can yeah. do damage clothing you can either damage it in a purposeful way like a lot of designer brands do or not get that out of the clothing and move on or maybe just use that fabric for another project great point what you just said right so many designer clothing brands will purposely damage the clothing and then sell it like that yeah there's nothing wrong with that yeah. oh, boho chic or whatever look like you can repurpose anything just like the designers and mm-hmm. it's your unique creation exactly and then you just call it art <laughs> that's your art piece but yeah i think a lot of this is exciting because it allows you to be creative especially with if you want to just let's say paint something for somebody as a gift or write something or sculpt something it is it really allows you to tap into your own creativity yeah i think that's a huge component too and it's such like an important part of the human spirit so to be able to work on that whether it's for yourself or someone else, I think just mm-hmm. the act of working on it is the healing part of that process already. Yeah. yeah. And of course it is fun to buy stuff, but I think just doing our best to shift to doing it mindfully and consciously as much as we can. Yeah, exactly. The best you can, essentially. That's mm-hmm. Don't beat yourself up for not being the best recycler, but yeah. simply just do the best that you can. And if everyone does the best that you can, like everyone doing 1% better, it's dramatically greater than yeah. Exactly. But no one trying at all. Yeah, it's the consistency, right? It's if we think about it within our own lives, right? Any new habit we're trying to do for our health as an example and what we do every day, how it measures up. So it's the same thing with this is if we all do a little bit, how all that little bit, how it adds up and creates awesome, impactful results. Yeah, compound results or something like that. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you look at something on the chart, just consistently growing, you'll still see that curve in a positive direction. Yeah. And it's exciting. And of course, that's not what, like you said earlier, it's not what's talked about. It's not what's discussed in a large, I think a lot of it has to do with being human and just knowing how our brains work and how our brain likes to fixate on lack to bring solution. But of course, when we focus on that too much, then that's when issues can arise so doing our best to shift it as much as we can as if so we do it on an individual level all of that is contagious it's like the good type of a good type of virus (laughs) yeah 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 to your point like our brains do already fixate on that scarcity is it's like a survival technique and your earlier point marketing and ads like are trained to target that scarcity feeling make us feel like we have to consume or die Mm -hmm. that's not really the case and you have the power to say otherwise yeah. create or do whatever you want for yourself yeah absolutely. and create for others and those that you love and 
it, yeah, to me, that's a cool new expression of love is like create for somebody. That's pretty, pretty awesome. Absolutely. And that's like a little mini revolution right there. Yeah. Yeah. And it is being talked about more and as the more people do it, the more each of us do it unashamed. Like that's where it gets to grow. And I think when we focus on that, it shows how much, how powerful we really are. Yeah. Absolutely. I think yeah. like a great way to see that or feel that is doing those things, sharing with the community and those that you love. And that's kind of onto another point that I wanted to talk about that we wanted to talk about with community. And especially during the holiday season, it's, I don't know, it's a crazy emotional time for everyone. I feel and there's a lot of community events out there that we can take part in to, to help with that yeah. communal growth or helping everyone expand. And whether that's donating to toy drives or coat drives, talk about the reusing recycling our items like we can give coats because it is cold out there man i know we live in a desert but <laughs> i'm freezing all the time yeah toy drives toy drives for those that's fortunate can't give to their kids or something like mm-hmm. and book drives food drive to help with others and if we don't have any material things to give then we can give our time and support and mm-hmm. uh, volunteer at shelters and help give out meals yes it's a super significant thing and they're always looking for volunteers and i've done some before that were just a regular friday meal so i imagine that around thanksgiving time or any holiday really that yeah that impact is greater than ever yeah that would be a recommendation on my part and yeah again i think we should work to set something up with a way to organize that yeah absolutely i know you just did a food drive right yeah thanks to our conversation the other day when we were doing the wrap-up event at mingers and finders i was like we should just do something at least try something and so we did a blanket and clothing drive so we were able to get a good amount of people to donate and i'm going to be donating it more than likely i've been i was looking around to see what organization but potentially at the Nevada Partnership for Homeless Youth. So that was thanks to our conversation, Jackson, because I was like, oh, how it already it felt like the event could do something more at it. And then our conversation led me to be like, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, thank you for sparking the idea. But absolutely. And I think we can definitely do more. And we have our our Love Yourself expression event of December 17th and it's going to be a fundraiser for OIF but we can certainly do like a another drive there also and see whether it's toy drive food drive or clothing drive yeah sounds great yeah (laughs) thank you yeah and I think there's something really special about what you said of just really emphasizing again on what we're trying to do right now of really emphasizing on the beauty and the things that we can't quantify and the beauty of being able to give someone something that they actually really need. And maybe it's clothing or maybe it's food, or like you said, maybe it is a listening ear, but to see it, I actually witnessed this today, someone receiving and something so unexpected and just the emotion that erupts within the person usually and it's like this feeling of shock mixed with joy mixed with i don't know just so it's like an array of emotion and it's so beautiful to witness and that i think is human connection when we really can tap into what the person really needs and it might just be a hug who knows what it is right yeah small act of kindness can go such such a long long way way. and i feel like we we hear it all the time, but 
really, yeah, to practice it and experience it, give it to others with no expectation. It's just a beautiful part of that human connection. Yeah. And it, yeah, just serve to push everyone in a positive direction, push up everyone's frequency in that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's magical. I, I think that's the magic that they talk about this time of year is that is love yeah, is that's, connecting that really is what these seasons are supposed to be about it's just i don't know people coming together loved ones coming together and we can hopefully make time for it all year round but if nothing else then the time where there's all these federal holidays great time <laughs> to bring everyone together exactly and, and, like that and connect it's so important and so vital to yeah the human soul absolutely and just shifting back to that what's essential and again of course we do need some material things but it's like finding that balance and i just think on a large scale this country has been out of balance with that so it's finding our way back and i think mm -hmm. a lot of us are waking up to it and that makes me really excited me too do tools to hold the uber wealthy accountable and tools for us to just find what that balance of sustainability and surviving looks like and thriving as well and just kind of yeah finding solace in that balance not killing ourselves if we can't yes <laughs> rating ourselves if we can't manage to be the most minimalist person on earth yeah every little bit helps and i think yeah, congratulating ourselves for what we can do. Yeah, alleviating that pressure and like you said, congratulating yourself along the way and becoming your cheerleader and just knowing it's not only up to just you, it's a collective thing. And that's why we're here to together to talk about it and find that solution together. Yeah, it's a beautiful point. There's a community of support all around. You just have to reach out. Yes, beautiful. I think that segues really well to mention this quote by the story, The Little Prince. It is a story, it's a children's book. And a few years ago, Netflix also made it into an original movie, awesome little movie and book. So highly recommend it. And there's this quote from the story that has stayed with me and I think it's very applicable to what we are talking about today. So the quote is very simple and I will go ahead and read it. It is only with the heart that one can see rightly what is essential is invisible to the eye. That is beautiful. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if we talk about how vital and sustainable and healthy like connections are connections with people, that is that invisible to the eye kind of thing. So it's a feeling, a growth that comes with community. But to me, it's essential. Yeah, and it's something we cannot see. It's something we can only feel. Yeah, that's those feelings of love, essentially. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for this conversation. I feel very moved and heartfelt myself. <laughs> Thank you. I know you have yoga to go to next, which is going to be even grander. <laughs> so please go enjoy that. And we can wrap up and talk soon. Yeah. So thank you so much, Jackson, for this and appreciate these conversations every time and find them to be very enriching and giving to my soul. So I appreciate you. Same here. Thank you for that. And I'm very grateful for this community you've created and what we can keep growing essentially to reach as many connections as possible. Absolutely. And we're all doing it together. Definitely takes a village. So I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's beautiful. All right, everyone. Thank you all for listening. And we hope that this helped even a little bit to change perspectives or focus on different things that 
are quite uplifting no matter what what's happening in life at this moment but knowing that there's community there to support thank you these conversations of equanimity are great <laughs> thank <Yes>. you yes <laughs> So super good. All right, y'all. Thank you all for listening. And I'll talk to you, Jackson, very soon. Bye-bye. Bye.